Welcome back to the Spirits Guide Podcast. I am Rich, your guide through the intoxicating world of spirits, books, movies, music, and anything else that connects us from humans. This, this is TNT Thursday Night Tasting. And yeah, I know it's Friday when this episode is coming out, but there's a reason for that. I wanted to do this for Thursday, but these are products that just came into my store and they didn't come in until today, Friday. So I'm putting this out a day late, but man, is it worth the wait. Uh, These are brandies that came across my path. Uh, They just look so interesting. I called up my friend Peter. He came down. We tasted. We reviewed them together. Uh, They are Montereau French brandies. And what Montereau has done is they are the first ones in the world that have made a single grape variety brandy. So we're tasting a brandy that is made strictly from Cabernet Sauvignon grapes, uh, a brandy made strictly from Sauvignon Blanc grapes, a brandy made strictly from Chardonnay grapes. They also do a cask finish series. So we're tasting a brandy that was finished in Sauternes barrels and a brandy that was finished in Sherry barrels. Uh, I had high hopes for this. I was so excited to taste these brandies. And they exceeded my expectations and just blew me away. Uh, everything you hear is natural and organic. Uh, literally right down to the fact that I was opening the bottles as we were tasting them. So it's not like I had any lead time to taste these. No prep time. I didn't even get to smell them before we tasted them. This is our real, true, honest, organic reactions. Uh, and like I said, they just blew me away. And oh, by the way, the price that I'm going to be able to sell these at is absolutely unbeatable. So hopefully you guys enjoy this and hopefully it inspires you to, you know, expand your palate, expand your horizons and try something different. Uh, These are the kind of things that I hunt down. I mentioned it in the episode. These are the kind of bottles that keep me excited and engaged in wanting to do this podcast even more to find little gems off the beaten path like these Montereau French brandies. So hopefully, like I said, you guys enjoy the episode. And if you do, you guys know the drill. Go to the podcast page, click the follow button, give it a five-star rating, share it out on your social media. Follow on Facebook and Instagram where you can leave comments and reviews about the podcast. And you can also message me through both of those platforms. And for everything else, you can email me at thespiritsguide89 at gmail.com. All right, guys, enjoy. Literally, we just did this a couple hours ago. This is hot off the press. Uh, I can still taste the brandy on my palate. Enjoy, and uh, yeah, cheers. And this isn't like at home on my computer where I have half-hour blocks, so we can just ramble and go. Are you going to be able to edit? I don't edit anything. Okay. Unedited, unfiltered, unscripted, largely unprepared. And that is my motto. Uh, Yeah, this is going to be a Thursday night tasting, and this will... I'll have this released today. This will be as hot off the presses of an episode that I have ever done. I have been chomping at the bit of this all day to the point where I haven't even opened these bottles yet. Um... This is exciting. It's a Thursday night tasting. It's getting released on a Friday, I know. Um, but we are drinking Montreux French Brandy. And 
this kind of came across my my path one of my sales reps who doesn't actually sell this another division in his company sells this and he said hey we're closing this out this may be of interest to you i'm not going to tell you what they offered me for a price but it was pretty much uh the godfather it was an offer i could not refuse so this in part is a review tasting but it's also kind of a yay or nay to the degree of <clears throat> we've already brought this product into the store um, but if they're good I want to buy the remaining inventory uh, and we are gonna put this out at a deal of two bottles for 50 bucks or 40 bucks a piece I, I just so if they're good be prepared they're coming uh, so what these guys do is they do French brandy, uh, and they are the first ones, according to your... And I should mention that Peter Thomas is here. <laughs> in the uh, house. And, and as soon as I saw this, I thought of you, and I was like, I, I have to taste this. Uh, and I had to taste it with you, because yours is the palate that I trust and lean on the most. Um, and again, like I've been... For something that's unheralded, that nobody out there has ever heard of, neither one of us had heard of it... Uh, I couldn't be more excited to try these brandies. They are the first ones in the world. In the world. To do a single, single grape brandy. So they're from France. And I guess we'll do a quick sort of overview of what cognac actually is, which is made in the cognac region of France. Specific grapes. It has to be aged in French oak. So these guys are a little bit off the path. They're not just using French oak. It has to be double distilled. Has to be double distilled. They're not using typical varietals. Varietals, um, because cognac or brandy is basically brandy. The etymology means brandy wine, which means burnt wine. So it's you have to make wine and then distill it. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, these guys decided to go a different path, and you know they're using traditional French grapes. Chardonnay, Sauv Blanc, Cabernet. I think they made one with a Merlot that we didn't yep. get. We actually have the Chardonnay, the Sauv Blanc, and the Cabernet in front of us. And Cabernet from Bordeaux, some of the best Cabernet grapes in the world. Sauvignon Blanc could have been Bordeaux, um, could have been Sancerre. Yeah. Either way, top quality grapes. Chardonnay, probably coming from somewhere near the Burgundy region. So you're talking the best quality grapes of these varietals in the world. In the world that are literally less than 15 kilometers from the distillery. I mean, great neighbors. <laughs> and it, at first, you know, you think like, oh, it's Chardonnay, it's a white grape. How? But then you realize like Columbard is They're a white grape. They're all white grapes. Yeah. Uni Blanc, Folie Blanche, like typical cognac grapes tend to be white. Yeah. By law, all cognac grapes have to be white not red and 98 percent of all white grapes used in making cognac are uni blanc so these guys just because now it's defined as a brandy for mm -hmm. those reasons mm -hmm. they just rewrote the book yeah so the the montaru family goes back to the late 1700s the count of montaru uh went to the cognac region and I think his son married somebody who was had family in the Cognac region. Indeed. And so they're steeped in brandy history in France. 
And not for nothing, it's not the only brandy in France that's not called cognac. Right. Um, there are Armagnacs. There are other French brandies that are made in regions that aren't marked right. as those sort of AOCs. This is about a 15-minute trip south of Cognac. So, yeah, right there. So it's in the same region from a climate standpoint, maturation standpoint. I did read, and you mentioned, they get a little bit more of the coastal ocean influence. Yeah, I believe their aging houses are kind of right on the coast of the Atlantic yes. Ocean. Uh, the first one we have here is the Sauvignon Blanc grapes. So 100% Sauvignon Blanc that's been distilled into brandy, aged for a couple of years. I love the packaging. We talked about it before we started recording. Like All the info is right here on the package. Distilled in 2014, bottled in 2016. Uh, bottle number 732 oh, out of 1,655. You know, they pride themselves on keeping the batches small, mm. numbering all the bottles to protect the uniqueness of it. Uh, Non-chill filtered, that's kind of a big deal. These are double pot distilled in ancient alambic pot stills. Yeah. Also known as gooseneck. All copper. All copper. 41.3% alcohol. Yep. French limousine oak and American oak. oak. Uh, and I believe they're used barrels on both of them. They are. They're Refill both refills. Both. Yep. Um, so, yeah. A lot of info on there. Again, great packaging. Really, really bright. I mean, the nose smells like brandy. Yeah. And there's some interesting notes in there. Maybe a little citrus. Yep, I do get the citrus. I do get a... I almost want to say, like, white chocolate or... There's something else in there. A floral component. All right. I'm going in. Definitely wow. pot still. Wow, for two years? That is wow. rich, viscous, creamy. Yeah, I'm getting that toasted oak. I'm getting the cream. Yeah. I'm getting... Almost like meringue on the back. I yeah, think. I was even thinking... Um, not. I don't want to say French toast, because that's, that's too cheeky, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, it's got the viscous quality. It's like, it's like a lemon meringue pie to me. Like, it's got like a nice lemon curd, but mm. not overly sweet. It's got some of that meringue, the toastiness of the wood. All right, well, right out of the gate. That is. And think about it, just one grape is imparting all that flavor. That's, so, you know, like, <laughs> we talk about, blending and proof points and all this stuff somewhere they had to make that wine too to sure. distill it into cognac so whoever made the wine the eau de vie is right yeah because it's quality in quality out if if the source ingredient was substandard there's no hiding that no in the proof point really interesting 41.3 uh 
those are the questions I love to ask the blenders and the distillers all the time. Like, Why? 41.3 is a very specific. Why not just 41.5? Why sure. not 42 or straight 41? Man, that flavor is just it's lingering. Still, yeah, it's still there for that ABV. And again, what's coming across for the flavor is the fact that it's not chilled. It's mm. unchilled, and that is transitioning yeah. so beautifully on the mouth. It's leaving the, the oils back yeah. in there. So I line these up according to color spectrum. Um, so one of the things they do is single grape brandies, and then they do double uh, uh, cask finish. Yep. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I know you did some homework. What the grapes were that actually went into this one? Yeah, the French brandy. So... Yeah, there's a couple in what they call That's, the Rare Cask Series. And is that the Sauterne? This is the Sauterne. So they're aging it in French oak, but then finishing it in Sauterne wine casks. And like you mentioned, the predominance of the aging is actually in the finishing, finishing barrel. Which is Sauterne. Not the starting barrel. But yeah, I didn't find any info on Nor what did. the grapes were yep, I'm not that went into it. it. So I don't know... If underneath it, it's a traditional French brandy with Columbard and Uni Blanc, yeah, or if I, it's other grapes. Yeah, Again, I did not find that. And the cask finish, these are four-year-old brandies. So Correct. the single grape varietals that we have are two years. This is distilled in 2014, bottled in 2018. Sad that my distributor was sitting on this for that long and nobody knew it was there. Um, forty point eight ABV, so eighty one point six. Sauternes being a French dessert wine, where they leave the Semillon grapes on the line on the on the grapevines, past the harvest, they get more sugar in them, and then they develop what's called the noble rot, and that rot actually absorbs all the water in the grape, leaving behind just concentrated. Sugars. Oh, yeah. The nose on that is beautiful. The color, too. Yeah. No info on why there's a butterfly on there. Yep, I didn't get that. Alright. Yeah, I'm getting some of that, that's, you know, kind of sauterne. Honey notes there, maybe. Yeah, I'm getting honey. It's light. It's not like heavy. No. I'm getting kind of like light flowers. A little like nutty. Yep. Like that bitter honey candy thing. Two for two. And you, the lineage is there. Mm. So whoever's making this, they want you to realize this is all one family. Yeah. The mouthfeel is consistent. It's so rich. Yeah, it's rich. It's silk. Yeah. It just, Again, it's that pot still. It coats the whole mouth. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there it's fruit, but it's it's all so well integrated yeah. and balanced together with the oak treatment. Almost like caramelly. And you think about it, again, maybe that's the blender thinking, mm. okay, I'm gonna leave this in the finishing cask. Mm. So you're I think the influence of the of the Sautern cask is, is there because of that fruit component. Mm. Yeah, and if you're wondering, you know, like where the Sautern cask came from. I don't think it matters. There's really no such thing as bad no. Sautern. And I, from what I understood, they... Yeah. And it would make sense that it would be like maybe a, a Sauvignon Blanc we have, as the base grape. Yeah, the Sautern casts were selected in the south of the Bordeaux region. So again, you could be talking about incredible Sauternes. Right. Which are, you know... The most sought after dessert wine. There are hundreds in of the world. dollars of bottles. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I mean I literally did not want to pollute my palate to the point where I didn't even want to open these and smell them. <laughs> and then you guys listen will not know what we've been going through to even get to this point. We're waiting and then we're we're kind of in the back room of my work where we had a power outage last week and we're waiting for people to finish drilling and hanging things back here so we were actually just sitting here in the back room for a half an hour staring at these bottles unopened but, that, but that's a good point for the listener these literally rich just cracked yeah and for anyone that understands anything with anything over mm -hmm. 40 proof or 40 abv these are cracked brand new yeah, they I'm haven't cracking even these... had a chance to air yeah. out at all or oxidize. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing. So this is about as honest a review mm. as you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, I'm literally opening these as I pour them in the glass. The last two bottles aren't open yet. All right, so bottle number three. And by the way, we're two for two yeah, uh, in a big way. So this is Chardonnay. 100% <clears throat> Chardonnay grapes. 41.3% ABV. Again, the, there's a, a linear tie-in with all the labels. Like, the, the family Beautiful. is all there. Yeah. But the different colors kind of stand out. Again, the picture is up on Instagram. Um, you guys can see the bottles there. Absolutely beautiful. 41.3 ABV? 41.3, yep. Yep. Double distilled and double cask aged. And refill American and French oak again, non chill filtered. Uh, there's still 750s coming from Europe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. These are because these were bottled years ago before the 700 ml influence of Europe, mm -hmm. and it even has the uh, the bottling right on the bottling age statement yep. 2014 2016 so there's your two years right there right on the front of the label and all the bottles are numbered the batch number is on there again for something i had never heard of i am more excited to taste these today oh, this than oh my God. any recent bourbon release without a doubt when you talk about rare limited like each none of these five bottles have more than 2500 bottles in, in the world that that were produced 
Chardonnay. So again, this is matured and refilled American and French limousine oak. I love the nose on this. Mmm. Mmm. They just keep getting better. Oh my god. I'm that getting one? nuts. Mm -hmm. I'm getting like a toast. Yeah. I will say that that one that to one me is amazing. Is probably the closest to an actual cognac, cognac. we've tasted so say, far. I agree with you. The flavors are darker, richer. Yeah, the the uh, the double oak mm -hmm. because you're getting American, which has that sweeter component mm -hmm. typically compared to a French, which has a little mm -hmm. bit more spice and nuttiness too, and like nut limousine oak. Yeah, it's the tighter grain. Mm -hmm. Wow. So there you go, where you've got whomever did that blend of balancing American oak, French oak. Where have you been all of my life? These, it, they're amazing. And, and we got to go back to everyone's chasing after the, the shiny object these mm -hmm. days, which is, you know, bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. And now nobody even is arguing you're going to pay a hundred bucks for a bourbon these days. These are such quality. This is, I mean, you're in the middle of the Bordeaux region in France, which is the epicenter of some of the finest grape varietals in the world. They were growing grapes before anyone was growing grapes in yeah. the United States. Yeah, for real. And that's the source of this stuff. In, in setting up their vineyards according to nature before there was the science that we have now they mm -hmm. they knew to put them in places where there were you know wind flow that would keep bugs off the vines and stones that would heat the vines at you know at night and where the weather was conducive to that plus they have the soil yeah uh to grow the right grapes anyways oh, that is that one was i they're all fantastic but that one and just for those that are interested in scores uh Ultimate Beverage Challenge rated the Shard at 93 points. Yeah, and who was the other one? Bloomfield? Yeah. Bloomfield, again, you have to you have to put this in context of when this was, like, revolutionary. Here are guys in France that are saying, okay, we're going to release a brandy with a single varietal it had never in other words they created a brand new class of brandy that nobody else had ever mm -hmm. done in their life and and bloom bloomberg when they were first released listed their whole lineup in the t their top 15 spirits for 2018 mm -hmm. think about that of all the spirits these guys hit the mm -hmm. map yeah. And this is a one and Rich told me, this is a one and done. The, yeah, this is one and done. Uh, my distributor, I mean, I'm going to go back and buy as much as I can of what they have left in stock. Uh, the one we're on to right now, uh, which is the cask finish, rare cask finish, they call it, uh, finished in sherry barrels. Now, I don't know if they're Oloroso or whatever. 2,750 bottles of this in existence. This is batch number one. 
distilled in 2012, bottled in 2016, 41.7% ABV. Yep. Yeah, this, what I have in-house is what is left of this in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, there is one more that's coming, the, the Triple Toast. Uh, there was only four cases of that left in Massachusetts. I bought all of those. So think of think of a scotch because scotches are typically are oftentimes finished in a sherry cask. Yep. Where has the price of scotch mm-hmm. gone over the past couple of years? Yep. Sky high. And you're looking at something that's I haven't <clears throat> tasted it yet. I'm smelling it. And there's definitely some sherry on the nose. Yeah, when I saw this on the list, I said I'll take that and I'll take everything you've got. Again, unseen. I hadn't heard of this. I kind of bought it on a, a whim, but is this does this have like a, a small kinship with Scotch because of the, sh- <clears throat> the uh, sherry influence? I mean, I feel like with sherry. I mean, we saw a bunch of Irish whiskeys last year. That's right. Using sherry, uh, we've seen some rums using like sherry seems to be the new even with bourbons kind of hot thing with some bourbons exactly. as well. And again, we don't know the base grapes of this. They don't put that on the website, so... I didn't see it. It's not necessarily a single varietal brandy on this one. This one is more about the cask finish. Than Given the fact the... that it's been sitting on that sherry barrel longer, probably, anyways. Yeah, so it's probably aged three years in sherry in one year in limousine oak, which... Just are sounds you getting, like a wonderful combination. To are me. you getting any? I'm getting the nut. The yeah. Nut quality of that. All right, yeah. I'm going in. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> they just keep getting better. That. That's bigger. Wow. And again, the base tastes more like traditional cognac, like yeah. those sort of grapey, vanilla, oaky flavors. But the sherry, the sherry is totally changing mm. this. I mean, that is it, it's sexy, it's stylish. Yeah, it's, this has more layers. Elegance. I think this has more mm. layers of complexity. I'm getting more of the traditional caramel. Yep, it's creamy. Oh, wow, my goodness. Again, where has this been all this time? And this is like a treasure. It really is. This is like a you just uncovered. Rich was going out somewhere in the woods in Worcester (laughs) with his yeah my metal detector with his metal detector and something beeped. And again, guys, one thousand nine hundred and ninety-eight bottles of this was released in the United States. This is almost all gone. Yeah. And it's at the price that I'm going to sell this at. Yeah, this it's is... It's going to be gone from here soon as yeah, well. This, and guys, this is not Pappy. No. At $2,000 a bottle. No. But you're You can ex- buy two of these for 50 bucks. I mean, you're ex- it's all about the experience and sharing this with somebody who's never had brandy. Yeah. I mean, you're just opening up a... a door to a whole new experience in my opinion this is fantastic yeah uh mm. you know I'm, I'm sure 
Glenn will hear this at some point, maybe later on today. That's but when crazy. I texted him a position, uh, picture of this earlier, I said, this is probably the next thing you're going to hate me for. Because <clears throat> now you're going to be drinking brandy. And, uh, yeah, sorry, Glenn. I, I am blown away by this. And at a perfect time, here we are still, you know, in the throes of winter. You want to sit by a fire or just hanging out and sharing this with... And because of the ABV, you could have a you, couple yeah. of pours of this so easily. And I'm a cigar guy, so all of these, Absolutely. even in the summer, at night, sitting outside, having a cigar with this. So... Now we're the, on the, to the... So this is the Cab Cabernet. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so as far as I know, it's the only red grape brandy at least that I've ever seen and again all the info on the label this is made from one grape Cabernet Sauvignon uh, that are getting brought up probably from Bordeaux they don't say it specifically but you know given the proximity to Bordeaux and what they ex you know yeah say how far the, the grapes come 15 kilometers from the distillery <coughs> for the the Cab Sauvignon which is about what it is to Bordeaux yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um, this was 2014? 2014, yep. Vintage, Distilled in 14, bottled, bottled in 16. Um, two I, years in French oak, and then transferred to refilled American oak. And the color on it? Oh, yeah. I wish you guys could darker. see the color. It's got more of that reddish hue. An yeah. interesting nose, too. This is different nose than anything we've tasted so far. Again, like, this is the stuff I'm hunting. Things that are different, things that are interesting, something that I've never seen before. That's what I want to taste. That's what keeps me invigorated. I mean, that was kind of the, the birth of our friendship over... Loose-style Grand Reserve Spanish brandy. That I'd never heard of in my life you know, until you... That was right before the holidays. Yeah. Never had heard of that. This is what keeps me going. Uh, and I... You know, when Monday's episode of the podcast come out, I kind of took a shot at people who chase Pappy just for the sake of chasing Pappy because everybody else is chasing Pappy. That you're kind of a cliche at that point. Like, yeah. you're just chasing it because everybody else is chasing it. This is interesting, they, Go have the chase on the the other stuff. This is the cool stuff that I want to find. Yeah, do you want to be a lemming? Yeah. Or do you want to try something that nobody else has that is, tried? Yeah, because then I would rather have you over or other friends to share this with them. And have a conversation yeah. with this? And you had the great idea of, like, for the price, you could buy four of these for 100 bucks. Have a dinner party, get a bunch of people together, and have and a imagine the conversation you can have just tasting these different brandies. Oh, this one is so different than all the others. That I feel on the nose, the the oak influence mm. on this is so different. I'm getting darker. Darker fruit notes on the nose. You've already gone in. Yeah. I'm going in. This is going to sound... I, I've mentioned it before that sometimes I taste in color. 
and I taste purple. It's so weird. I taste like... I hear you. Like, kind of like the purple freeze pop, like a, like a purple, like... I know what you're saying, no. because I, you know what I was it's thinking? It's not fake, but there's, there's something, like, grapey there. Yeah, I was thinking, like, what's dark? Mm-hmm. Like a, like a blackberry. It's mm-hmm. got to be a dark berry. Yeah. Maybe even blueberry, but mm-hmm. you're right. Like Chambord, but without the sugar. Oh, yeah, there's no... There's no sweetness no on this one. No sweetness on any of these where anyone that's not, that doesn't want the cloying sweetness, that's not your bag if you are interested in these. No. It, there's a hint of that, but it's in the right it's, spot. The fruit is there. This is probably the driest yes. of the five. Yep. Like the lightest and the driest, but the most unique flavor out of any of them. Fantastic. Five yeah, out of five. Fruit. Yeah, all of these all have their place, mm-hmm. but they all, whoever blended these, they yeah. wanted you to have a recognition of this progression, yeah. and it's there. Somebody's fingerprints are on this, and you can 100%. tell it's the same yeah, Their DNA is all over yeah, this. Yeah, on every single So whatever the base spirit is, <sighs> wow. You, uh, this... this I know we're, we're, we shouldn't be talking sports, but this is like pre-Super Bowl. These are like MVP. Yeah. You know, you just, you got a guy who was undrafted in the NFL, <laughs> and he's playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's this stuff. Yeah. I feel like I stood at home plate with my eyes closed, <laughs> swung the bat, and put one over the monster on this one. Like, yeah, I'm going to take this as a victory. All right, in closing, what's your favorite? I, That's I kind of like if you had five children. For, I, for the... Oh, man. I, I'm telling you, I loved... Man, I loved the Chardonnay. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. The flavor, like... The body, I, I like the sherry finish. The sherry was great. There's something about this cab, though. The cab is so different. Different. Compared to any cognac that I've ever had in my life. And again, it has, it of all of them, and again, you can't see what we can see. The color differential is so yeah. remarkable. So clearly it has the greatest impact on the barrel. There's I, no question. I wonder if with that cab, because, as you know, like, all grape juice is white. Yep. At the end so, of the day. At the end of the day, even from red grapes, the juice is white. Unless they impart the skin contact. Right. And that's where I'm going of like the cab, which cab juice should be the same color as the Chardonnay juice. It will be. But for whatever reason, Why the cab brandy is, is darker. darker than the Chardonnay. Oh, like night and day. So, I, I mean, I don't know. You did all the homework and the research. I don't know if it's in any of those spec sheets, but... I'm wondering if there's like, did they distill they actual Cabernet wine? They didn't say. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know exactly. Like, did what they you're make saying. a red wine, not just the white juice? Like, did they actually make a red wine and then distill that before they barreled it? Because yeah. that would make sense. Exactly. Because that color. color is so much darker than the Sauvignon Blanc or the Chardonnay. Yeah. That I almost wonder if there was skin contact in it, which would impart some of those flavors. 
It might even contribute to why it's a little bit drier than... There's no question it's drier. Yeah, and it doesn't really say. I mean, there's no question the quality of the grape is It is there. Yeah, there's no question. And I feel like maybe some of these questions are just questions that, like, nerds like you and I would... Yeah, and I if, wonder if they actually made a red wine first. Most if, people don't care, and it doesn't and really matter. And if we but... find it, we'll post mm-hmm. it. We'll uh, follow up and post it for you guys. All right. So there it is. Uh, not only are they great, like, the three-tiered rating system, is it good? Yes. yes. Is it worth the money? It's worth the money at 40 bucks. It's even better if you're buying two, two. and getting them for 50 bucks, because pretty much you were going to buy one at 40 For another 10 bucks, you get a whole nother bottle of something different, and you can have that sort of fun compare contrast, yeah. you know, dinner party get together, whatever, and do a compare. Does the bottle start a conversation? Yeah, go to the Instagram page and just look at the picture of these bottles. And you know, the one thing I noticed, which we don't see a lot in spirits bottles, is a punt. It actually has a punt yeah. in the bottle, yeah, which heavy. is that indent in the bottle, like a wine bottle. Yeah, I mean the the package is good. The colors are bright. The content. The, the info, the transparency that's on these labels, it's every bit a conversation starter. It's every bit worth the money. It exceeded my expectations oh, for I how good it is. And honestly, Rich, I thought two years, I love cognacs, I love Armagnacs. Mm-hmm. I thought, really, it's going to be a little bit of a lighter flavor that's coming across. These guys delivered the- all the way across it's the whole lineup. Monster. Yeah. It's I a, mean, that surprised me. Yeah. The body, the viscosity of this. I just feel sad that for the the consumer that's now diving into brandy, this is a one and done. Yeah. This is one of these. It's kind of like when Haley's Comet comes by. Yeah. The next time you see it, you'll be you'll be in you your won't grave. Be seeing it. Yeah, yeah. You won't be seeing it again. So don't miss out when when you get no. that you get that post hey guys look out on the horizons. No pun intended, but this is a one-shot deal. Yeah. And nobody's making it up. They made this once. It, it yep. was kind of like an epic presentation of something that nobody had ever done, mm-hmm. a single varietal brandy from France. Not far from the Bordeaux region, which makes the greatest grapes in the world. Hands down. And you're, go Google some of your high-end Bordeaux grape varietal wines, because now you're not even going to buy those. And here, yep. Rich is going to post stuff that is so approachable, it's, it's almost, like, ridiculous. Yeah. So if you're on that adventure, you want to try something different new, I mean, these are are there they're just sadly i mean we don't know if they're not doing this anymore yeah I uh, but i know that there's not gonna be i doubt it anymore in the state of massachusetts uh because sadly a lot of people just don't get the concept of brandy of brandy in the value of them uh, but i promise you if you take a flyer on this you are not gonna be disappointed all right this is fun this is a lot more fun than Good uh timing too. yeah a lot more fun than I thought we were going to have. This yeah, is, this, uh, this this is great. a home run. So we will wrap it from there. I know it's a little bit long, and I know it's a Thursday night tasting that's coming out on Friday, uh, but I wanted to save it for these uh, because I was hoping for this, and this exceeded my expectations. Oh. So thank you guys for sticking around, listening to the end. Uh, and if you did, then clearly you like what we're doing here, and you guys know the drill. 
you like what we're doing, go to the podcast page, click that follow button, give it a five-star rating, share it out on your social media. Uh, follow on Instagram and Facebook, you know, where I'm posting things that I'm always drinking, uh, reading, listening to, uh, whatever. It's all real. It's all things I'm actually, actually doing. And you can message me through both of those platforms. For everything else, you can message me at, you know, email me, spiritsguide89 at gmail.com. Thank you again, sir, for, hey, my for being pleasure. here. Thanks for the and, invite. Uh, yeah, be back on Monday with another new full-length episode. Cheers, guys. Yay!